Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 159 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode That Dragon Cancer and 1979 Revolution Black Friday Review Impressions. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. Uh, you can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Again, drop me a line. Let me know what you think of the show. Um, you can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and old episodes are going up on YouTube. Um, and you can find me uh, on Twitter at Just Little Joe. Uh, speaking to the YouTube stuff really quickly, I've gotten to the point where I'm sick of doing one every day, so I believe uh, tomorrow, um, I'm recording this on Saturday, I believe tomorrow uh, on Sunday I will just sit down for an hour and push out as many as I can because I want everything to kind of be day and date, and it's taking a long time, and I've also been working kind of erratic hours, and I wasn't feeling well yesterday and took some time off work. Um, anyway, so... Um, Thank you to everybody on Spotify that's listening. It looks like I have more um, streams and stuff. Uh, a few, I think like one more actual follower. But it seems like more and more people are getting to the podcast through Spotify uh, and uh, some on YouTube. It seems those views are ticking up. I don't have a lot of subscribers, but people are still um, you know, listening to the show, which is good. Uh, I would like subscribers, but it's fine. If you want to just listen to it in the background, you can't. So yeah, so this episode... I'll talk about a game. Uh, I had the information pulled up here um, that I cannot find all of a sudden. Uh, that is weird. Uh, one sec, sorry. Uh, yeah, there's a game called That Dragon Cancer uh, that I wanted to talk about a long, long time ago. Um, it came out on um, January 12, 2016 uh, on iOS, Windows... Uh, OSX and Ouya, which that's it's been a long time since I've heard Ouya, which was like a, a standalone kind of Android based console that uh, was kickstarted. I don't think it really went that far, but this is a very personal game. Uh, I will talk about there's a documentary about this game I'll talk about in the next podcast when I do my deep dive and my full review, but these are just my initial impressions. Um, but it's a very autobiographical game. It was uh, created by uh, Numinous Games. It's, um, it was done by Ryan and Amy Green and Josh Larson. And they had a small team. There was many composers and people writing the game. John Hillman's the main composer. The music is heartbreaking. The only problem that I really see with this game, it's basically uh, the game set up that Ryan and Amy, uh, they had their third child, Joel. He was diagnosed with atypical teratoid ratadroid tumor um when he was 12 months old uh i'm just reading from the wikipedia and stuff that i read about the game by november uh, 2010 the doctors have given the child about four months to live but despite developing seven additional tumors joel continued to live for four years following his initial diagnosis joel's condition left him mentally underdeveloped while being uh being unable to speak by the age of two and he required additional parental care and supervision alongside numerous doctors, uh, numerous visits to doctors and hospitals for palliative care and chemotherapy treatment. Treatment In early 2014, Joel's condition worsened, and the Greens temporarily moved from Colorado to San Francisco to take part in an experimental drug trial. The new drug failed to relieve the boys' new symptoms, so the Greens, following the advice of the hospice, 
decided to remove his feeding tube, and he died on March 13th, 2014, at the age of five. That is the general setup for the game. As you can tell, that is very tragic and sad. I think what makes this game unique, and I've talked about this before, I am not religious, um, but these, both the greens were religious, and it was interesting to see their struggle through faith when this was happening. Uh, And it's very autobiographical. It seems like these, both parents got a starring role in the credits, so they were able to tell their story. I don't know if they used any kind of home movies or anything like that, but there is this kind of weird uh, breakup to the audio and quality of the audio where it seems like, uh, you know, like in the beginning, the kids are feeding ducks with Joel, who is sick, and one of the older siblings is just asking, you know, why Joel can't speak. He's older. And they said, well, he got sick, you know. And it feels like this was recorded at a park. Again, I'll get into some of this when I go over the um, uh, documentary. I just wanted to give my initial impressions now. But uh, this was really difficult to play, uh, not only from the subject matter, and I will get into that into the full impressions. I mean, obviously... I've lost children, so but seeing someone in a, an extended period of time try to, you know, help their kid and make sure their kid is healthy and do all these doctor's appointments and go back and forth, and to see him slowly deteriorate over time, and like I read in the description, him to have seven tumors is very troubling. I mean, it's probably the worst thing a parent could ever go through with their kid. Um, it was interesting to see a religious perspective again with what was happening because being a layman like myself, uh, it was um, illuminating, I'll say. Um, and the only problem I really had with this game is there was several bugs and there's very little direction. But it is hard to critique the game because it's so heartfelt. But there was several parts in the beginning where... Uh, the animation loop would stick and I wasn't able to experience certain things like very early in the game you are with um, Joel and the dad's watching him play and you're supposed to they have it's very kind of reductive minimalist art style so it's basically like you're playing with a doll without eyes and I think they did that to show just to make it more personable, later in the credits, they actually show pictures of the family with uh, the, the kids and the parents. Everybody's together. And the last line of the credits is, thank you for playing. It's only about a two-hour experience, and I got it pretty cheaply on Steam. Um, I did, I will probably get into it, into my overall impressions. But there was an article I read several years ago where the uh, father, the main creator of the game, basically said that YouTube really hurt him because there's a lot of uh, anti-DRM, like anti-music stuff. You know, you're not allowed to play licensed music on YouTube without permission. And the they started fl- some algorithm in the YouTube verse started flagging his game playthroughs because of the composer's music because it's licensed music. So uh, you know, people on Twitch would play the game. Um, and a lot of them were taken down, not all of them. But he said that affected the sales of the game just to get the word out about the game to see people play it and stuff like that. And so I'll get into more of that, uh, of my overall impressions. But I'll say 
If you can deal with the subject matter of a kid slowly dying through cancer and a few of the bugs, this is a very powerful game. And again, I'll talk about it in my full review. There was several parts in the game where it was really difficult uh, and it really packed an emotional punch. And knowing that, again, as I've said before, for grief, some people, it is not an abstract exercise. It is a real thing that happens um, when you see these moments or hear these like recorded things that sounded like they were taken from a home movie that packed a punch even more the fact that they had the parents involved so they really signed off on tell this part of the story tell that part of the, how do we show this part of the story how do we show that part of the story you know um that was very impactful and uh again I'll, I'll get into that in uh next the next episode 160 will be the one when i kind of talk about that and spoil that so um after the short break i will go over 1979 revolution black friday uh so i'll talk to you guys in a little bit bye i'm back uh so in this part of the episode i'll talk about 1979 Revolution, Black Friday the Game, which came out on all platforms on um, in 2016, on April 5th, 2016. It's on iOS, uh, OS X for Windows. It's on uh, Android devices. You can play it on PlayStation 4 if you have a PS5. I think it's backwards compatible. I'm playing it on the Nintendo Switch, and it is on Xbox One. I believe it is on Game Pass, unless I was confusing. I was looking through a lot of stuff last night. It might have con- been confusing the store with uh game pass so i apologize but it's on every platform so check it out uh it wasn't very expensive when i got it. i think i got it for a few buckaroos on sale it was developed by ink stories uh and uh developer they're out in new york apparently if i can uh if i understand that right um, i'm just going to read the official description from the website so this isn't me paraphrasing this is the official uh kind of description A new story-driven adventure about choices and consequences, chaos and order, where you are dropped into the thrilling world of a real revolution. The year is 1978. The place is Tehran, Iran. You play as Reza Shirazi, a young photojournalist who returns home to find his people in a cold-blooded uprising against the ruling king, the Shah. Your efforts to take photographs entangle you in the underground web of revolution as you meet a vivid cast of characters who challenge your morality. The fates of those around you hinge on the consequences of your choices based on true stories and historical events. Uh, There is a lot of uh, quotes. They won or at least were nominated for several awards. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty different. um, What are those? Olive Branches, BAFTA Game nominees, uh, you know, official the PAX 10 official select PAX West. I'm uh, IGN Best of E3 finalist, uh, a lot of stuff. And I'll say this, uh, it is short. It's only about two hours long. Really digging the game so far. Um, But what I like so far about it is, you know, I read the description, you're embroiled in this thing, and you might be listening to this. It's like, I thought this was called Games with Grief. Why are you covering this game? This is troubling. There's a lot of things where they pull family members in and the authorities uh, without spoiling anything until I get into the spoiler review, they pull your family members in and, and torture them to get, uh, you know, they get to get information from you about what is going on and use your family at, as, a, we'll say, um, motivation. 
Um, also, a lot of people are torn in this between their families and friends and what they believe. There's a lot of tensions with religion uh, in this about people that are religious that want to believe in what the clerics are saying. There's other people that are communist. Um, I mean, it's a revolution, right? And so a lot of people's lives are being affected by what's going on. And obviously, it has real world consequences to a lot of people. And what I enjoy about this game so much so far I will get more into it in the spoiler episode or in the spoiler part of you know when I do the full spoiler review. But they, when you're a photographer and you're taking photos, they're able to take the photograph that you take of like this gathering right now that I'm at, where uh, they're having a revolutionary speech. Well, I'm past it, but um, anyway, you're taking pictures of the crowd. You're taking pictures of the people there, and what happens is there is a learn more button, and you go into another menu, and they take the screen. Uh, the picture, the virtual picture that you take, and they have the real picture of a real event that happened that like inspired this part in the game, and they have a history. And I like games that take, just like I did with That Dragon Cancer, and I talked about it uh, just a little bit, that there was a documentary about that uh, Dragon Cancer where they're telling you the process of how they came this to be. This was a real thing for, obviously, Iran back in 1979 and these pictures and history lessons that they have with these people are so moving to go back and read why the people were doing this. Even some of the graffiti art, the symbolism of that. I, I mean, I'm after I get off uh, finishing this game, I'm probably going to have to look up something on the Iranian Revolution, get a book or something. Uh, I know a lot of people don't write in, but if you are familiar with this part of history, if you're Iranian or just a historian or somebody that knows about this, Give me some suggestions and write in and let me know what I should be reading about the Iranian Revolution. Um, I'm kind of blown away. Um, I think, too, um, the only thing I'll say is a disservice to this game is I'm playing it on the Switch because I think I got it on sale for like $2 a few years ago. Um, it doesn't look great, and sometimes it kind of breaks the immersion when people don't really touch each other or whatever. They're far away. But I may play this game on another platform if it's on sale or something. Um, but, I mean, to me, what's more important, again, is the historical elements that go along with this game that really talk about how, uh, you know, this affected people and the unemployment rate uh, ballooned in 1978, 1979, and that that's affecting people's lives. And, you know, there's strikes with the oil workers. Like, all this is, like, really fascinating. And to me, this is the best of what games can be. You know, I don't give awards. Uh, no one cares about my point system. I'm a small one man independent podcaster. Uh, but I'll say this is this and that dragon cancer are powerful. This is what games can do. You know, you can say, Hey, see this historical event. Let's put you in the middle of this historical event. And then not only, um, you know, have really good dialogue and moving moments, even though sometimes it doesn't look the best, but the idea that you can, the the you know, the idea that you can just say okay so here's what really happened and here's where we got this moment and here's what was happening in the place at the time that is very powerful and I, I can see why it won all the awards so um, this is just my quick impressions video go play uh, revolution 1979 revolution Black Friday um, the only thing I'm confused with it seems like there's many cover variants of the game uh, I have the one with a woman on the cover there's some with a man on the cover. Um, I don't know if that's just a version or maybe it came out on PS4 and they had this cover in PS or, you know, on Xbox and they had this cover. Anyway, play the game. I enjoy playing it so far. I can't wait to finish it. It's only a couple hours long. I can't wait to uh, complete it and give you my full thoughts in the next few episodes. Uh, and I think that's it for this week, guys. So just to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com. 
Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. You can also um, go to at the Apple iTunes, Google Play Store. I'm on Spotify. You can even listen to old episodes on YouTube. So go there. Go to all the places. Give me the reviews, the likes, subscribe, stuff like that. Let me know what you think of the show. You can also uh, find me on Twitter at Just Little Joe, or you can write to me uh, at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Please write to me and let me know what you think of the show. Maybe you have a suggestion of a game you want me to play, or maybe you play this game and have some kind of other insight and you want to uh, go over it. So, yeah, anyway, uh, I think that's it this week. Everybody be safe out there, and I will talk to you guys again next week. Mm-hmm.